It was just yesterday that he was walking among us. It was just yesterday that we dined with him. It was just yesterday that we heard of intrigue and betrayal that would put into motion his death. It was just yesterday that he revealed the mystery of the Eucharist to us. It was just yesterday that he gave us the great feast of love. It was just yesterday that we saw his sweet actions of teaching the disciples to serve one another by his example of him washing their feet. And now we find tonight this great agony that he endured, the betrayal, the scourging, the crown, the beating, the spitting, the humiliation, and the painful, painful crucifixion and death. While it wasn't so long ago, and we probably think of it longingly now, oh, if I could only be around the glory of God shining in Him, the glory that was with him when he was born in the cave in Bethlehem. And the angels were singing. Oh, the glory we had with him at his baptism. What glory we had with him at his transfiguration when God said, this is my beloved son, hear him. You can almost find yourself right now if you've been listening to the prayers and feeling them, longing for those days again. But with his last breath, we see that it is finished. And there is silence. And there is blood. Who can't help but recall on the night of Passover, when Moses was preparing to take the people out. And he instructed them all to take the blood of a lamb and put it on their lintels and doorposts, because the angel of death was going to come and take the firstborn of the house that did not have it. And as the angel of death came, any house that had the blood, was saved. That blood was the blood that had life in it. And St. John Chrysostom would say that that blood, what gave it its effectiveness was that it was a sign of the blood of Christ. The angel came, and then it was finished, and there was silence. And there was blood. Who can't help but reflect and wonder at the time that Moses took the Israelites out into the desert and got to Mount Sinai. And he went up on the mountain for 40 days and received the law. And for 40 days he was given instructions on how to create and make the meeting tent so that God could dwell with his people in a particular way. And when he came down, 
and all the creations that they had to make, the tent and the veils and all the appointments, when they were all done, Moses took the law and read it to them. And when he did and was finished, he said, this is the covenant between you and God. And he took the blood of goats and sheep, and he sprinkled it on every appointment in the meeting tent, and sprinkled it everywhere, including the Holy of Holies. And then he came out and sprinkled it on the people, binding the people to the meeting tent, which represented God. And then it was finished, and there was silence, and there was blood as the Shekinah descended upon the tent. Then once a year, the high priest would go in to the Holy of Holies, sprinkling it with the blood of lamb and goats for his sins and those of the people. He had to do it every year. Because the blood of goats and sheep were not perfect, and he himself was not perfect, and he could not live forever, so he had every year a high priest had to go to offer sin, forgiveness for the sins of himself and the people. And when it was done, it was finished, there was silence, and there was blood. And now we find ourselves tonight. We find ourselves with Jesus having endured such agony. That cross soaked in his blood. That blood was begging for our forgiveness. That blood was the source of our mercy. That blood is the source of our new life. That blood was the means by which death would be destroyed. And eternal life would be given to us. That blood, pleading our forgiveness, shed all the way down to the skull of Adam, bringing new life. And so as we say liturgically, the skull place, the place of skull, became paradise. And it happened when it was finished, when there was silence and there was blood. Now you and I have a high priest that goes into the heavenly sanctuary. Not multiple times, he's done it once and for all with his blood. And that's what gives us Forgiveness of sins. All the confessions we go to are participation in the forgiveness of sins that we receive because he is the high priest offering sacrifice for himself with his blood for our sins and for our salvation. Who can't help but wonder when the centurion Longines took the spear and lunged it into the side of the tabernacle of Christ. And blood and water came out. And the water was the sign of baptism. The blood was the sign of the Eucharist. 
that blood that gives us new life, that gives us the forgiveness of sins, the blood that touches our lips and causes the angel of death to pass over us, allowing us no longer to be bound by death eternally, but only for a short time. It was finished, and there was silence, and there was blood. Everything now has been accomplished. There's nothing more that can be done for the forgiveness of our sins. We now have access to that blood every day through His mercy and His kindness, and whenever we approach the Holy Chalice. It is finished, and there is silence, and there is blood. As we wait patiently by the tomb for that final act of love, but for the moment, all has been done that needs to be done. It is finished. It is perfect. And God rested.